0: We yes. Father in the
1: name of Jesus, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for only you can, Lord. Anything we're going through, Lord Jesus, in our in our bodies, in our minds, in our homes, in our finances, Lord Jesus. Only you can, Lord Jesus. Lord, so I just ask that you bless this word on today, Lord Jesus. Bless it that it may be it may prick the hearts of those who are listening, Lord Jesus. Lord, bless it in the name of jesus i pray amen Amen. hallelujah Hallelujah. all right all right now you know we've been talking about the holy spirit and you know the power of the holy spirit in you um i just want to give you all a few scriptures um the book of jonah uh i'll be going throughout that but the whole It's a small book, but it's an awesome book. Mm Psalm 139, verses 1 and 10. Oh, I'm sorry. Jonah is on page 1088 in the voice. Um, Psalm 139, verses 7 through 10. That's on page 727. Uh, Also, the whole book of Amos. That starts on page 1073. Going to be going in and out of that uh romans 1 and 16 that's on uh page one and, and um that's on page 1, 1373 and also second timothy verse one through seven that's on page 1471 and i'm just going to say um also in my reading i just came across luke 11 and 30, and also Matthew 12, 39 to 41. Those are just references uh, about Jonah that uh, Jesus made himself. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 I titled this message, God's Chosen Can't Run or Hide from the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Now, we've been learning and sharing about the power of the Holy Spirit. We've talked about many in the Bible, the many ways, and how the Holy Spirit covers um, how he who cares, he causes everything to be, and how the Holy Spirit is a revealer of the truth, and as well as who loves, whose creativity and persistence lives in us and sustains us. I will be sharing from sharing about two prophets, Jonah and Amos, and how the Holy Spirit is revealed through them. Now who is Jonah? Jonah uh, Jonah's name in Hebrew means dove. A dove to the Hebrew symbolizes Israel and peace. Whereas in the Christian scripture, the dove symbolizes God's Holy Spirit and peace. Jonah 1.1. 1, 1. One day, the word of the Eternal came to the prophet Jonah, Amate's a, a son, Eternal One. Get up and go to the powerful and notorious city of Nineveh. Call out my message against it, because the wickedness of its people has come to my attention. Verse 3. Now, in hearing this, those instructions, Jonah got up. Oh, yeah, he got up. But he ran towards Tarsus. From the Eternal's presence. He went down to the port at Joffa and found a ship bound for Tarsus. He climbed aboard, paid the fare, and made himself comfortable in the whole of the ship. Now, God wasn't pleased, very pleased with Jonah how Jonah reacted. And he and what he told him to do, instead of of obeying God, Jonah ran away. Now, how many times has the Holy Spirit told us to do something? And we ran away. Amen. Now, in verse 4, not to be, not to be deterred, the eternal one threw an intense wind at the sea. The violence of the storm put Jonah's ship in jeopardy of breaking apart. The sailors panicked. They started running back and forth, throwing cargo overboard to lighten the boat. Every man out out of desperation cried to his own deity. Eventually, a sailor found Jonah down in the hold of the ship where he had lain down and fallen into a deep slumber. When the captain heard, he went down and woke Jonah up. Well, he, he was kind of, kind of upset. He was pissed. Now, 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 they throwing things overboard because they thinking they they probably did something but the captain found out it was it was Jonah Jonah didn't obey his God now after being now what what Jonah did he finally came to the captain and said yeah it's me so what'd he do mm-hmm. they threw him overboard he's like okay just throw me overboard <laughs> 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 throw me overboard so Jonah thought he was gone. Jonah just wanted to die, and the Lord sent a great fish. They said it says in here, not a whale. Yeah, now people saying it's a whale, but it was a great fish. And the fish. Now after now after being in the belly of the fish for three days, we see in chapter two and one that Jonah pray Jonah has a change of heart in chapter three the eternal one came to Jonah a second time get up and go to that powerful and notorious city of Nineveh and pass on to them the message I'm giving you now in Psalm 139 it says can I go anywhere apart from your spirit Is there anywhere I can go to escape your watchful presence? If I go into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in the realm of the dead, you are there. If I ride on the wings of morning, if I make my home in the most isolated part of the ocean, even then you will be there to guide me. Your right hand will embrace me for you are always there. No matter where we go, we try to hide from the Holy Spirit. If there's a calling on our life, you're not going to get far. So don't try to duck the Holy Spirit. After all that God showed, he, said, well, he told jo- uh, Jonah to get up. So Jonah headed back to um, Nineveh. In chapter 3, um Verse 3, having learned his lesson, Jonah yielded to the Eternal's command and headed down down the road to Nineveh. Now Nineveh was an important city, so large that it took three days to travel throughout it. Jonah had barely begun to walk the first day's journey into the city when he stopped. Jonah, shouting out to the people of Nineveh, Nineveh, After 40 days, Nineveh will be annihilated. Wow, can you imagine Mm. Now, with that announcement, the people of Nineveh started to trust in Jonah's God. Every person, whether young or old, rich or poor, male or female, fasted and wore wore sacks, a sign of remorse for his past wickedness. The people of Nineveh told each other about this until the news made it all the way to the king of Nineveh, who ruled the entire Azrian Empire. The king changed from his royal robes to sackcloth, and instead of sitting up high on his throne, he sat down low in the dust. He sent his official messages, his message to, the king, to his subjects. Now, after all that, God showed his mercy. Mm-hmm. However, in chapter four, Jonah wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, he wanted to die, but he that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. For, for only four chapters, there's a lot going on in the book of Jonah. Jonah tried to run away from his responsibilities to shoulder his prophetic vir- burden. But he was, he was scared, I don't know, was he scared? Was he afraid to share the word of, of share the word of what, what had been given to him? And it made me, you know, was he ashamed? It made me go to Romans 1 and 16. It said, for I'm not ashamed, the least bit ashamed or embarrassed about the gospel. I won't shy away from it because it is God's power to save every person who believes, first the Jew and the non-Jew. So we have that opportunity today to share the word, to share the word of God. And also in 2 Timothy 1 and 7, you see God didn't give us the cowardly spirit, but a powerful and loving and disciplined spirit. At one point, is not, It's not a man who's being, um, Jonah is not a man who's being peaceful. He is filled with hate for the Babylonians, and he's angry with God because God is going to show mercy Mm -hmm. to the people of Nineveh. Mm -hmm. So, But if you continue to read on through the chapter of um, Jonah, Mm -hmm. in the back, in the last chapter, it didn't end that way, although Jonah still wanted to die. In, in um, the um, eternal one says to Jonah in verse 10, well, Jonah said he was angry enough to die, but the eternal one said, Jonah, don't you understand? We are care about, um, understand, you care about the core vine, and yet you didn't do anything to make it grow. Mm-hmm. That was about a tree that the the Lord had planned for for Jonah. It appeared one night and then died another. Should I not have pity on that great city of Nineveh where there is more than 120,000 people who do not know their right hand from their left and many animals. That's, That's like us today. A lot of us don't know our right hand from our left, but if we rely on God and what he instills in us, we won't end up like Jonah wanting to die. And I know Minister David was talking about dying earlier, but but we shouldn't be afraid of dying either because Amen. we know where we're going. We have a, a forever home Amen. with our God. Amen? Amen. Can you imagine yourself in Jonah's shoes or sandals? many of us try to run away from the call of God on our lives. Jonah is hidden in all Jonah is hidden in all of our hearts somewhere. Shame, anger, being afraid of something. But be reminded just as that great fish cough Jonah up on the beach, we have that Holy Spirit in us that teaches us Shows us how God deals with us, deals with each of us individually. If we want God to work in us to make us better people, to be more than his son Jesus, then we have to to do the work we are required to do. We have to stay faithful. We have to stay prayerful. At times it may not be easy, but he will always see us through. We never get get too far out of the Holy Spirit's reign. Holy Spirit that it can't reign us back in. Amen. 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 Now Amos. Now, you know, I, I didn't know a whole lot about Amos. Amos is a, is also a prophet. Amos, um Amos means to carry, bore, born by God. Amos was known. I was doing some research and they said Amos was known as the prophet of doom. His message came in the form of visions, with, which visions representing God's judgment on Israel. Amos was a prophet around 750 BC during Jeroboam's reign of Samaria. Amos was the first prophetic book of the Bible to be written. He lived in the kingdom of Judah. But preached in the northern kingdom of Israel. His messages were about social justice, God's omnipotence, and divine judgment. Mm-hmm. Amos warned the Israelites that they would be destroyed if they did not repent. Now Amos moved by, Amos was moved by the Holy Spirit. He was not afraid to speak. In Amos, these are the words of Amos, one of the shepherds of Tekoa, a city of, in the highlands of Judah. God gave him these visions regarding Israel in the time of Uzziah, who ruled Judah, and Jeroboam, the son of Joash, who ruled Israel, two years before the great earthquake. Now, Amos, um, Amos was a shepherd. Actually, he was an orchard worker. And, but he had a call. God had God called him. Yeah. Amos moved by the Holy Spirit. He was not afraid to speak up and denounce the violent ways and justice and injustice use, use of power from the Philistines, Ammonites, and the Edomites. Mm-hmm. But Amos saves his strongest condemnation. For God's own people, his fellow citizens of Judah and Israel, because they rejected the teaching and will of God. Mm-hmm. Amos three and seven said, say, so says the eternal about Aram, Israel's constant enemy, constant enemy, and oh I'm sorry, I'm in the wrong one. It's supposed to be Amos 9. Mm-hmm. In Amos 9, verses 13 through 15. So says the eternal one who will make this happen. The day is coming when one following will overtake one ahead. When the person finally filled will overtake the person still reaping the grain from the harvest. When the person stomping grapes will overtake the person planting the vineyard. And in the fertile day, new wine will drip from the mountains and the hills will flow with it. I will restore the captives of my people Israel. They will rebuild their ruined cities and return to them. They will plant new vineyards and drink wine from them, and they will plant new gardens and eat the food they grow. I will plant them in their own soil, and they will never be uprooted again, for this is the land I have given them. So says the eternal. In Amos 3, verse 17, The answer to all is the same. No, the eternal Lord does nothing without revealing his plan to his servants and the prophets. They are his spokespeople. We are God's spokespeople. When reading the book of Amos, it is God's word which shows us how to live for God and do God's will. God showed Amos that prosperity was limited to the wealthy and that the wealthy were taking advantage of the poor by by clear um I don't even know okay right by enslaving them when the weak couldn't pay their debts. I know Elder said something earlier about uh, being limitless. God, our God or unlimited, our God is limitless. Mm-hmm. You know, it's and how often have you seen this in our world today? You know, um, Amos talked about the six nations would turn from God, even Israel and Judah turned to idols. In Amos two and four. Here's the eternal is what the eternal says about Judah. For three crimes of Judah, no, for four I have laid down my sentence, and I will not revoke it because they have rejected the teachings of the eternal and have not kept his commandments. But they have walked away from the same line of idols their ancestors pursued. So I will send down fire on Judah and burn all the fortresses of Jerusalem. What, What have we learned from Amos? What I, I took out of this is God is patient with us, but his patience can wear thin. We don't have, we don't obey him when we don't obey him. He is faithful to his word. He is God. He is a God that can be counted on and do what he said he will do. God knows what we all are doing. He knows our lives. God wants our us to treat people fairly mm-hmm. and take care of each other and take care of the weak. Mm-hmm. You know, this brought me back to the, and and they were doing some really horrible things to the people. They were uh, making them slaves. They were doing things to women who were carrying babies. and They were just killing people. Just, just doing unnecessary evilness. And we have to be helpful to our fellow man. You know, um, every time I'm out driving, I see, you know, we see the homeless on the street. We don't know this story unless we stop and talk to them. You know, so I know um, a lot of people say they won't stop. Um, I know Pastor shared about one time he gave somebody some food and, and they threw it out. I was driving one day on Church Street. And, and the man and I see him all the time, you know, and I think I did one time give him a dollar or something. it was it was a long time ago, but this particular time when I was driving, now there's three lanes. there's a turn lane, there's a middle lane, and then there's another lane. And I was in the middle lane, and he came out. I happened to be looking down and he and all I hear was a bam. this man's he's sla on this to you. I was like, oh, I said, God. Oh that's what I said. And he was like, do you got something? And the light had turned green. I said, no, sorry, sir. But you know, that turns people off, you know, from helping helping people. But all people aren't like that. But we as as God's chosen are to help those. He knows our heart. He knows if we are just going through the motion impress him or, or or the people, we can't fool. We can't fool God. So in closing, just as God warned the Israelites through the prophet Amos, he warns each of us through the Holy Spirit in our heart. God knows all of our sins. He wants us to turn from our sins. God is love so love one another and we and we will experience the peace, joy, and happiness that will fill our lives forever. Amen. 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 Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you. Lord, we just thank you for your word today, Lord Jesus. Lord, we just thank you that, Lord, that it would touch those who have listened, Lord Jesus, and Lord, that it would prick their hearts, Lord Jesus. Let them know, Lord, that you are here. We can turn to you for anything, Lord Jesus. And we thank you. All this I ask you in Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.